What's going on, guys? Hello! Welcome to Video Chicken, brought to you by Carolina Coops. It is another Friday, noon Eastern, technically 12.01 now. Uh, I swear to God, it's Monday. I've had at least three employees today go, is today Monday? What in the world's going on today? Yeah, Non said there isn't enough coffee. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> the, you know, speaking of coffee, uh, if, for the employees out there listening right now over the loudspeaker, uh, whoever's in charge of coffee, we need to get a new coffee maker. I am so tired. We need to get what we have in New York. That, that one came with the building. Uh, no. No, 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 it no. no that one sh- sailed. Oh, okay. It's just been here so long. Oh, uh, welcome to Video Chicken, September 9th, okay. 2022. Yes. Um, it is today. At least you got the month right this time. Yes. I I did have an issue last <laughs> week, right? Yes, you did. I, I set it up. Matt, you always have issues. Yeah, Sorry, I Matt. know. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I know you were. We all were. Um, welcome. Uh, you were early today. Yes. Huh. Because I had banked on stopping at Sherwin-Williams. So if I ask you to be here at 11, you'll be here? Sure. <laughs> Anything for you, boss. Oh, speaking of Sherwin-Williams, actually, I just got off the phone with our rep, our new rep here. She's going to be here uh, Monday, and she's actually from Brockport, New York. Oh, that's where my brother went to school. Imagine, that's by Rochester, right? You're kidding me. So imagine that. More we're people. All, we're all SUNY people. Up there. Uh, yes. More people from Rochester in the North Carolina area. You're welcome. You hate it, don't you? No. <laughs> uh, Just assimilate, please. So to my left, Kristen, co-host, chicken expert, chickenista. Chicken enthusiast. Chicken enthusiast. Is that what you're going with? We're not yes. doing chickenista anymore? Oh, chickenista. I, right. I, I chickenista's grown on me. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, there was Ingrid behind the computer, the soundboard, always doing her thing, making sure we're on time. Yeah, I love she's running on 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Come on. <laughs> And I was like, I'm gonna push it. I might just push it just because, uh, yeah. Anyways, and non is uh, I'm sure listening in her office as always, chiming in when needed. Yeah. So today has been crazy. I swear, if I didn't know any better, today is a Monday. What happened today? I'm not gonna get in. I'm not even gonna not even gonna get into it. Uh, not even. I don't even want to talk about it on the air. I'll be honest with you, which is not like me because there's some things I don't want to disclose. All I know is we left oh. a really perfectly good Bowberry biscuit. You hear that? <laughs> you can hammer in some nails with that now. Yeah, oh, so, my so goodness. You, you frown upon the dandelion greens, but you'll eat that piece of crap? I did. Did I say <laughs> I was going to eat it? Hell no. Uh, so uh, we're going to give you guys a minute, everyone getting in. Audience is already building up. Definitely appreciate you being here. Again, we are live September 9th, 2022. Today, I hear, uh, well, no, actually, I think Ingrid and I came up with today's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure you guys discuss first. I noticed she talks to you first, which she should. Oh, we talk. Yes. Um, oh, and I see uh, Misty just said morning. Good morning, Misty. She reminded me. She sent something. Make sure I talk about it. It's pest related. Mm-hmm. She, I don't know if it's tagging or whatever. She just put my name in a comment. So it was in, in the Carolina Coops owner forum. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of people here are watching. Uh, if you're not in the Carolina Coops owner forum and you own a Carolina Coop, you definitely got to go there and, and be part of that group. It is a really cool group. Anyways, she... Um, just tagged me, I guess you would call it, and mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about that. I thought it was an interesting. Uh, I, I I read 
That's how committed know. I am to our fan base. I, if you guys didn't know this, I hate reading. <laughs> I don't think there was a video. Maybe there was. I was going to watch the video. But anyways, um, today, already we're talking about this. Well, yeah, you got to be prepared. We're I like thought Boy it was Scouts. A, it was a little <sighs> early. Do we have a snow effect? We should have a snow. I bet you we can get a special effect of snow. But, no, but I have like, okay. But, uh, you know, Ooh. as they say, winter is coming. Oh, God, I don't See miss winter. See that picture? Is, yes. is that what they said on the Game of Thrones? Uh, what a great coop. I, that is an interesting color scheme. Very unique. Yeah. I did not watch Game of Thrones. And you don't watch TV, so you watch Game of Thrones. Interesting. So today we're gonna special. Oh. We're gonna focus on getting ready for winter, because actually there's people already. It's getting cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think our last yeah. turnkey coop in the north is. You don't get any further north in the peninsula of Idaho, do you? I, I was told you could throw a stone and you'll it'll be in Canada. I don't know. Come on, people, warm up with me. I know that's Gina's. She's happy to get her chicken coop. Yes, um, yes. I know the crew is very excited to go do Gina's coop. Um, all right. So today, if you have any questions, please leave them in the comment section. If yeah, you don't we, have any... will. we will take all your questions. Yeah, we're gonna take all your questions always. But we wanna, you know, we try to theme the. Mm-hmm. Um, I got something in my mouth. I'm gonna try to get it out. Oh great! I don't is know it what a tooth. You lose a tooth yeah. on that bowberry biscuit. <laughs> this reminds me where you tried to kill me with the. Chicken poop. There it is. Chicken. Oh, it's probably hemp. Oh you probably no, have some hemp. I just ate a burrito, a breakfast burrito, uh-huh. and it was like a thing of pepper or something. I don't know. Anyways. It's probably hemp. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's just everywhere. If you have any questions, comments, chickens, chicken coops, whatever, please leave it in the comment section. If you don't have a question or a comment, please say hi. As you can see, or people already are. Let us know where you're watching from, and please share the show. Do everything you can to continue to help promote this show. It does keep growing and growing and growing which brings me back every single week because i'm like because we we it brings me back every week you're here it's the only reason why you're here the original (laughs) deal was you're supposed to be here three days a week somehow you're just down to three hours a week oh the one hour commute what is this you're going on vacation i i I don't think i'm gonna authorize this well run run run, Kristen. run no (laughs) holy cow it's during the slowest part of the year Uh for us you know. Yeah, that's where everyone's like, Kristen, yeah, you have no idea. I, supposedly the slowest time of the year. Well, we'll talk about that. You're going to Europe? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where are you going? Southern France. Wow. <laughs> Must be nice. I know. Must be nice to be Kristen. My my daughter is 19, and she's had a pen pal for two years and wants to go meet him, but she will not go to Southern France unsupervised. Correct. If you have not <laughs> seen the movie Taken. Yes, and I did I did watch that. So, yes, we are all going that, 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 to that's... meet. And Liam Neeson's going, too, just in case. <laughs> just in case. I don't know. Who, who's that? The guy in Taken. Oh, nice. The father. Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah. All right. So today we're going to talk about getting ready for winter. We'll get into it about 12.15. Gives you guys time to keep growing the show. If you have any questions you want to start off right with and comments, please uh, fire away. But today we are live September 9th, 2022. We are going to talk about getting ready for the winter. And there's a couple things I got to mention that even came up this week, uh, especially with the heated water system. Yeah. Uh, And I did get some interesting information. And I'm not sure if the girls out in the audience that are listening, uh, if anything new came in, we did have a customer claim that her heater that goes inside the barrel turned what? No, no. If I play with this, you're going to take it away. If I play no, with this. That makes less noise. So if you have to have something in your hand. It gets, it's entertaining for the podcast. 
No, not really. Oh it's my gosh. Anyways, she said her heater turned black, if I'm correct. And yeah. I've never had anyone say that. Yeah, and I looked it up. It is cast aluminum. Mm-hmm. I, yep. Okay, go on. And I was trying to f- do some research to see what would cause that to tarnish. If it is tarnishing. Yeah. So we need to really focus on, for everyone that has a heated water system, or if you're thinking about getting a heated water system, one of the things about having chickens in the winter, up north especially, is it is a pain in the butt when your water freezes. And we love our heated water system. But I can't emphasize enough, if it is if you don't install it correctly, it's not going to work. If you don't do your PM, it's probably going to fail. So we're going to talk about that today. What's I thought your PM? Preventative maintenance. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't know what that was. I know. Oh, oh well, whatever. Throw, you throw out your tech terms. Like, we're supposed to know what the hell that means. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you need a CRSM with your ERP for your FIB and now I'll see you T-O-M-B-R-B. What? Anyways. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, there is preventative maintenance. So I would like to talk about that. We have heaters in stock. Um, and actually, I see something I haven't seen yet. I have not been able to lay my hands on. So if anyone's listening, if you can bring that in. I meant to grab it before the show. What is it? No, you are not allowed to leave. I'll leave. You what are... is it? No, you either, because you'll disappear. You'll be like, ooh, a butterfly. I'm going to go outside real quick. <laughs> um, I want, if, if someone can bring in a couple of the heaters, I want to talk about that, because very, very important. What is it that you need? Yeah, it, I'm telling you, today is not Friday. It is a Monday out there. What? No, I want to know what you need. I heard. I heard. I'm, and I already actually answered it. It's a heater. Can you please, someone please bring in the 1,000 watt and the 1,500 watt heater. I want to talk about that. Okay. Because this is actually important stuff that I want people to know um, if they already have a heated water system or maybe they just got their coop and they're coming into winter for the first time. Got to talk about things. And we also need to make sure. So here's non right on cue. Bring it. Don't bump the camera. She's Look fine. at this thing. It's huge. So and then here's the little one that used to be huge. Yeah, I don't even have that kind. I have the paddle one. Well, why? Because you decided to build your own, yeah. which is OK. My feelings. I'm over it. <laughs> well, you can build me one. I would love the fancy one. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to talk about heaters. We love this company. Um, I, I know they have these made overseas. Oh, no. These are made in USA now. They must have changed that. COVID did bring out a lot of good and a lot of things. I noticed a lot of companies are like, we are so done with China. Made in USA, farm innovators. If you go into any agricultural store, you're going to see these on the shelf. We love this product because it does work as long as you put it in correctly plug it in correctly, PM it correctly, um, and their customer service is amazing. I just absolutely love these people. Uh, Farm Innovator. So we're going to talk about that and things that you need to know about. Uh, These did sell out as well last winter, so it really is a good idea to go ahead and get them now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we started. maybe that was supply chain issues. So Ingrid was saying like paddle heater, yes, the original 500-watt heater. And we're like, it's not cutting it. So we went to the 1,000-watt uh, heater, all right? And the reason why I went to the 1,000-watt heater is according to the specs, that should cover everyone. And yeah, re- but here we only needed the 500. Right, but here's what happens. I know. Then we you needed one product for the whole United States. Blanket. The whole United States. But if someone from the South wants to go order one, they don't need the 1,000-watt. I, I disagree anymore well, with that statement. Well, it says sub-zero Listen, and large tank yeah, right there on the I, I, I'm so, yeah, for a Can 15? we advise the folks to just look at the chart? Yeah, there's a map mm-hmm. on Farm Innovator's website. <laughs> it a is a climate map. Today. And the climate map actually has zones on it, and it looks 
Do we sell the 500 watts? Or Yeah, the 500 watts still on our website. No, we there's only a, use those in the duct dippers now. Yeah, there's a reason why. If you want to make sure your system does not fail, kick it up a couple notches. And that's where we went with the 1,000-watt heater. Now, uh, we have since then changed. But I'm already noticing something. I, I This is my first time actually seeing physically a 1,500-watt heater. So we need to talk about this. Um, Aren't we talking about it? Not yet. We're going to. I'm just giving everyone an idea what we're going to be talking about today's show. So, so Mike, heated water systems. Mike Trapp wants to know what bantams Kristen's going to bring back from France. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting customs. I don't hmm. get it. I don't get it. Are bantams from France or something? There well, I'm are, sure they're there French. There are some. I it have sounds them. very French. The La Flesh. Or well, I know there's French breeds. Oh my God, I did a uh, an interview or no a uh, a conversation yesterday for a potential customer out in Tennessee. Of course, the first question is, have you ever had chickens? No. What kind of chickens do you think I'm getting then? Silkies. Oh dear God. <laughs> did you talk them down off that ledge? Oh, I think so. See, thank you. Yes, but I said, listen, a time's gonna come. You may want to talk to our chicken enthusiast, our chicken nista. She's gonna say the opposite. She's gonna try to talk you in at least having one silky. But no, I why oh. Not? I think one is okay. Yeah. I know, so, but a flock of them, then that's a that's a whole other man in the realm. And you're not going to get eggs; they're going to be broody all the time. Exactly. Oh, my dad has a question. Yes, uh, he does. Do chickens. Oh, I wanted to bring him on. I found out when we were talking to last week. We did the dog trainer episode, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, Dad, why didn't you chime in? Because I couldn't remember both his dogs' names. And if you didn't catch last week's show, it was great. We talked about dogs and chickens and training them, this and that. And I explained a story that my dad. In a village, went up to, um, I think the kid came up to him. This was when he was serving in Vietnam. In Vietnam. He was a grunt grunt, 173rd Airborne. Uh, So they were real badasses. Um, And he was in a village, and I guess like a little kid came up to him and wanted uh, to sell his two puppies for candy bars. Okay? So my dad got him, right? And he trained him to save his life, basically, to smell out explosives. One was um, WP, white phosphorus. The other one was HE, high explosives. And I talked to my dad after the show, which I do every, after every show. And uh, he goes, that dog saved my life. He was running into one foxhole. Dog went into another. He decided to follow the, the dog into the other foxhole. Mm. And that foxhole my dad was running into blew up. Mm. So it's just, it's just crazy. Anyway, so that was a great show last week. Uh, so my dad, real quick, do chickens smell their food? Well. Oh. Mo- I, I do know that most of their brain is ocular. I thought like, their ocular sucks. Well, not their night vision does, but they can see the tiniest movement in the grass for little bugs. Oh, stuff. that makes good sense. Yeah. Yeah, and when you ha- hold out your hand with uh, scratch grains, like they they know what to pick out. Um, they have average, I believe, like human grade hearing and smelling. But they, which is bad in the animal world, right? Because really. yeah. you always tell me that they can't taste hot. Yeah, that's and a taste bird and thing. smell kind of goes together, though, right? Yeah. Or is that a human thing? I don't know. I don't know why birds don't taste the hot and hot peppers. So I have a question. Here's the question we should be asking: Why in the hell is my dad asking? Do chickens smell their food? Is I, he giving them rotten food? Dude, I can only imagine why that question comes up, Dad. You gotta, you gotta fill I, us in they on must, that. They must have some smell because so that, there is something really, really bad smelling in the corner of my chicken coop, and they're all on the other opposite corner right now. Yeah. They can. They said that chickens can smell their food, and they suspect unfamiliar odors. Mm, so that does make sense. Something new, just like you know. I would think are. if they have nostrils, they could smell something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, why not? It all makes good sense. Um, okay, so it is 12-16. Let's go ahead and start diving into it. Uh, again, if you're just joining us, thank you. Welcome to Video Chicken Live. We are live September 9th, 2022. And today we are talking about getting ready for the winter. And I definitely want to make sure we hit on the most common myths, which I'm sure we've talked about in past videos. And we talk about with this all the time with the customers because people always ask, do I got to heat my coop in the winter? Do I got to heat my hen house? And the answer is? No. Or Ingrid, you should have been ready with the buzzer. That would have been funny. And the answer uh, is? I have the perfect solution. Oh, go ahead, Nan. Yeah, Nan's on fire today. <laughs> it's like a Monday-ish Friday. Um, no, I talked to a customer the other day. She actually had the perfect solution, and I just helped her implement it. She's going to have a summer coop and a winter coop because she also has two homes, and she's just going to tote her chickens where she goes. Hmm. Well. That's not attainable for everybody. So. Well, first I got to get a summer home. Yeah. Or a winter home. Well, Isn't that nice, the, though? It is nice. When you're in the south of France, go look for our summer I almost home. feel mm. like giving Nan the golden bell on that one, but she's allowed to have any shirt she wants. That's kind of, it, it, it's it's funny, but I, I know it's for real because I've heard this before. Well, and the perfect, play, and then you got to get the bus, you oh know, to take the chickens from one place to the other. Right. Get and the little perches. Get the on proper every, paperwork. Yeah. Little perches on every window. Um, could you imagine? I couldn't imagine doing that. And, the chickens and that, have their own travel crate. Oh my god, that's got to be a little stressful. But I guess if you have, if they're in the dark, they they would just chill. Yeah, well, we know. I mean, did you bring yeah. the chicken again today? Is Francine here? Love Francine. <laughs> His name is Francis. Sorry, Francis. I can't get anything right. Okay, so um, Francis needs for you to build him a chicken coop. Mm -hmm. So the question is, no, you do not. I repeat, do not want or need or should heat your hen house during the winter. It is a huge mistake. I have videos talking about it over and over and over and over, so I'm not going to get into great detail. All I can tell you is chickens do well in cold temperatures. They do not do well in the heat. But there's a reason why on our coops we have windows and you block the wind chill, period. And if you heat up that hen house and you want the chickens to go down into the run in the morning, Think about that feeling you get when every time you step out of the shower. Imagine stepping out of a hot, warm, wet shower and you jump outside in the cold, freezing air. That's what you're doing to your chickens. okay? And you're covered with even more humidity, more moisture that's going to freeze instantly. That rapid change, that extra moisture on them, that's going to stress them out. Don't need to do it. It's one of the worst things to do. Just Block the wind chill. That's it. And it's a good excuse for chicken math because the chicken's body temperatures <laughs> help ah. give them heat at night. So if you, you know, not yeah. overload, but if you have, you know, yeah. a couple of bantams thrown in there. For everyone whatever, out there needing to, heat. for yeah. extra uh, reasons to yeah. get more chickens. Well, there I you like go. I like that. <laughs> um, Just explain it to Sean, okay? Right. And the other thing, <laughs> the other thing is, uh, I know a lot of people love to give a little bit of extra scratch before bedtimes. That helps yeah. keep them warm. Yeah. The corn, I think, is something that I read Sugars? that it's, it, their, their body to digest it uses heat like uh, it, it, it makes them warm to digest it so. see here's the thing about this if my science teacher my beloved science teacher arthur Chopin, who's actually been on this show one of the smartest men i've ever met he'll tell you that should be the opposite because if you warm up your body internally it mm -hmm. makes you feel colder on the outside but you might need that warmth for survival so that, it might feel colder but that well, maybe that doesn't make sense if you have a fever you really do feel hot you don't feel colder the hell you do you you have the chills you freeze you shake Ooh. absolutely thank you my yeah my mom would always be like huh. if you're if it's if it's hot outside you take a 
hot shower. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But there might be a difference between what you actually need and what you might feel. Because Mr. Chaffin would always say, if you want to stay warm, drink water Mm -hmm. before you go outside. I'm sure he's right. I'm sure there's people out there that understand it way more than I do. Um, all right, so just but ca- thankfully this is a chicken show. Right, we're not giving human medical that, advice. Yeah. Uh, well, we've been known <laughs> no, to. No, no, we don't. Oh, we don't. No, we Take do it not. with a grain of salt. I'm just waiting for nothing. His initials are MD. That is right. I know. All right, so let's Take just get that with a grain we, of salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to get those things right out of the way because that is the most common <laughs> thing. <laughs> Whatever advice precedes that statement, my initials are MD. Please discount. <laughs> I know this from experience. <laughs> all right, so let's get into. What do we do? All right, it is winter time. Let's say you got a Carolina coop or an American coop. You have a hen house and a run, a roof over the entire thing. Uh, most likely for everyone that's listening, it's probably the type of coop they have where they are customers of ours. Oh, your shoes are coming off too, huh? Yeah. It is kind of a nice feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Until you feel all the crap down yeah, there. These, these chairs aren't that comfortable. No, they're so horrible. I, I'm going to like uh, crisscross applesauce here. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. Um, helps, helps me my back All right, too. so it's winter time. What do we do? Nothing. <laughs> That's close, actually a good yeah, answer. Yeah, close the windows. Close the windows. Yeah. Stop the drafts. Don't worry about temperature. Plug in the heated watering system. Make sure. Okay, you know, let's get into that because that's something that comes up a lot. Matt, what do you mean by PM? Now, uh, are we able to bring up something with the heated water system? I, Ingrid, I would love for you to share the screen. Mm. Show this beautiful website that you work tirelessly every day. All day long. I get compliments all the time about it, too. I think I have Ingrid almost working 40 hours a week now. You know, I don't think it's on here because it's out of stock, and I just put this. No, no, no. So help me God. What are you talking about? It's out of stock. The egg hutches are out of stock, too, I guess. We need to put those back on. Are you? Whoa. No, 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 no. What? No, no, no. Okay. What are you talking Everybody about? We should we, we, slow down. Slow down. Thank slow you. Down. Come on, Nan. Woosa, people. Yeah, we're shipping out egg hutches every day. We are shipping out egg hutches. Yeah. It's just not. I've had They're not trouble. on the website. Though. I know. I've had trouble with this for some reason. Oh, this is now all of a sudden the Ingrid show. No. no. What do you we, mean? We asked, we asked Ingrid to take them off. Why? At some point. No, and that... but they were on and there's something going on with oh. this, with the display. Okay. Because they're just invisible. <laughs> Are you serious? But I did take the out-of-stock items off because I couldn't get the other things to display. This is why I'm moving the e-commerce. Thank there. God, right? Right? All the Shopify? Mm. Something like that? Yeah. Oh, my. So you're telling me right now, the people that are listening, if they want to purchase the heated water system, they well, can't just go on our website and click and buy? No, but that, I have not heard that is back in stock. So unless someone tells nah, me it's back nah, in nah. stock. We are selling the basic poultry watering system full blast all day, every day. And the option to purchase the rain barrel, the base, the heater, and the heat it, if needed, right from our website, from our replacement parts and accessories page. Oh. So that's what we're doing. Change of direction. I see. So here's the poultry water system. All right. You got to share. You got to share. share got to share. Well, Thank you, Nan. Think it's your share. Share the screen. Hang on a second, boss. I got my mouse. Don't make me touch the mouse. I'll touch the mouse and I'll go have some more coffee. I can't see this. Oh. Why is everything so small? Didn't I ask for a bigger monitor? Oh, my God. Everyone keeps. Uh, yeah. Okay. You want me to do it? You're yeah, killing me. I can't All right. find it. Okay. Um, thank you. All right, so I'll just I'll just take it from here. Thank you. I'm sorry, but it like in my defense, this is a small monitor. It's dark in here. Yes. And I'm old. 
so I mm. couldn't read it. Well, mm. All right. Sorry. So here's the basic water system. So I see what you're saying, okay? Um, it starts with this, with what we're about to talk about, all right? And I know a lot of people go out and make their own, which is fine. Um, you know, if you got, just like the coops, you want to learn from us. Here's a system we sell. We sell a lot of them. People absolutely love them. And this is all fine and dandy, but nothing in this picture is going to keep it from freezing. So we need to jump into that. So we're going to go to shop. Products we uh, don't tell me. I want to see how I do. Oh my no, God. we you're just don't want to see you flounder. Come I'm yeah, not. You're just go directly there. You're terrible. I am not. <laughs> you're terrible on websites. Let's face it. Nothing. You don't. Nothing. But it might help you to watch. Like, what is going on here? What's? Where's the pictures? I don't know. What's your with your five G? Oh my God! Did you not stop? <laughs> All right. This oh, we're on five G. Thank God. What's going on? Here? Oh, is this the cookies? Is this the thumbnails? Yeah, it's loading. Well, oh, I, you gotta be kidding me! You What's just, you just? Mm. Wow! I see it all on my monitor. Yeah, but our viewers don't. What oh. the hell? I know because. All right, go back to the regular page. Sorry, folks. <laughs> we will. Uh, okay, so we'll bring that up here in a minute. What I wanted to show you guys is, if you're trying to heat anything with water, we love the heater. That's gonna show you on our website, and it don't matter if you buy it in the store, buy it wherever you'll pay the same price well you might pay more um we pass along the savings we get you can buy it directly from our website and again we love this is made in usa product farm innovators you find us at any local agricultural store so you can just go pick it up uh but we did find like you were saying a lot of stores were out of stock and you know farm innovators actually did us a huge favor and sent us a bunch of these heaters when they technically didn't have them in stock so that we can continue to make our customers happy just as scissors? a friendly reminder for almost a third of the country, winter starts like now. Um, so the, the heaters last year were out of stock by the end of September. So if you haven't gotten one and you want one, even if you're not going to need it till January, get it now while it's hot. All right. So that actually, one's big. Uh, no, this one's small. That one's small. Yeah. That one's big. Uh, so now this is interesting already. I was going to explain to people. Uh, and this is something that Farm Innovators did. One of the things that they couldn't get replaced in, in I, want, I know when it was overseas, was what they call the bite guard, where there's a spring on the cable. Now, for chickens, you don't got to worry about it, unless you got horses, cows, goats. You don't want them chewing on this cable. So there's normally a spring here. But uh, it's not on this one because apparently they still don't have it sent out. Here's the other thing. Wow, see, this is interesting. This is very important. hope I'm not boring people, but here's another. Okay, this reminds me. So one time I had a customer. She had ongoing issues with her heated water system, and we went back and forth for at least half a year, if not a year. And finally, I was like, okay, I can't take it anymore. Hopped in the car, went down there somewhere outside of Philly, checked it out. As soon as I walked up to her heated water system, I put my hand on the barrel, and it was warm. It was like a hot tub. I was like, it should not be that warm. And she kept putting apple cider vinegar in it. So she was just fermenting apple cider or whatever <laughs> it is and clogging. It was a mess. So I pulled her heater out and still, for whatever reason, they have not changed this. So let's be clear about something. This is so important because I don't want anyone to ever order a heater and get the wrong one. And we also need to emphasize just because I say heater doesn't mean it's going to get the water so it's heated up and it's warm. This is actually just to get the water from freezing. And I think it's about average 42 to 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Here's the point. The model H409, which I'm not sure if you guys can see that right there, model H409, that is the one you want. 
And you would think with H, it means it's going to be the heater that makes it hot because they do have a heater that makes it really, really hot. You don't want that. You want the model H409, okay? What we found out, and look at here. If you look at the one, you guys just saw it. I just pulled it out of the box. And if you can see the casting, uh, I'm not sure if it'll focus on it. No. Take, take my word for it. See? Verify. Yeah. What does that say right there? W409. W409. That means. Oh, and there's the climate map. Hold on. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Can I pause real quick? The 409 might be the 1,000 watt. The 419 is the 15. Getting there. Getting there. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Thank Carry you. On. Okay. Um, yeah, the 419 is 1,500. <laughs> That's just. There's like... a method to the whole thing. Because I don't want to confuse people. Because how many times I pay so I pay people. For a lot of hours, explain this to customers, and what a great time to capture this. So if you pull it out, and you see that on the casting it says, what does that say right there? 409. W409. It, <laughs> it, this one is not a W409. So you talk about getting confusing. And, you know, we have customers call up, and I ask them, I'm like, verify that. You know, I just got to verify you got the right one. They're like, oh, it says W409. I'm like, you were sent the wrong one. Long story short... You know, and farm innovators, I mean, maybe the, whatever, it is what it is. They ran out of the castings of H409s and resorted to their W409s for a really true H409. So, yeah, here we go. This is where the fun begins. Um, so this is the 1,000-watt heater. And what I love about these heaters is they are designed to go in plastic. They sit right in the bottom of the barrel. You plug it directly into your outlet, 110AC or 120, whichever you want to call it, and it is self-regulating. There's a little switch inside here that turns on and off based on the temperature, okay? That's it. Set it, forget it system. Now, I'm going to emphasize you're supposed to plug it into an outlet. I have broken every rule you can think of as we were testing our heated water system, and I ran an extension cord. And it's one of the worst things you can do for electrical devices, especially if it's going to draw a lot of amps, okay? And that's another thing. And this is a 8 amp, 8.3 amps. That's important to know. Um, because we get asked all the time, well, can I hook this up to solar? When you are using heat electrically, you've created a direct short. Think about when you look down inside a toaster. That draws a lot of wattage. That has a lot of amps to heat that up. Solar, you'd have to have a huge solar system to keep up with. It's just not worth it. Um, also, according to the manufacturer, which is really important, if you go to buy one of these and you install it, read this, okay? This is a major disclaimer because, you know, they got to cover their butt. You're not supposed to plug it into an extension cord directly into an outlet. I had plugged it into an extension cord. Well, and it worked don't just have fine. An outlet right by their coop. They I'm don't. sorry? Most people don't have an outlet right I know. by their coop. I know. I'm just letting you know because here's what's going to here's what's going to happen. Matt said on video chicken, you can just plug it into an extension cord and I'll be fine. Right. You're not supposed to. Right. I have. And we are perfectly fine. But I also went and bought the $200 extension cord, the 10 gauge, because I knew I was running 100 feet. So you want to reduce the resistance, whatever. Yeah, don't use the same one you use for your Christmas lights. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just put that out there. That is a great point. The other thing is you're supposed to have a grounding rod nearby. You got to think safety. Rule number one with electric is never work on anything if it's on. Number two is don't work around water and electric. Because right. that'll get you. Well, here we are putting electric rate to water. <laughs> um, so you do not want to become part of the circuit. So if it is grounded properly, electricity always takes the path of least resistance, always wants to go back to where it came from. It goes right down to the grounding rod. You don't become the grounding rod, and it stops your heart. Okay, now with all that said, if I haven't freaked people out, and I promise you this is a great product, um, you plug it in, put it in the bottom of your barrel, and we were using the 1,000-watt heater. 
And what we've noticed, okay, now here's your time to shine. Go ahead. Yes, you have. Oh, can we bring it up for everyone to see? I don't know what she got. Um, It's probably right on the website, right? Yeah. Oh, the Farm Innovators? All right, okay, can I'll, you, I'll yeah, stay on the screen. Bring up Farm Innovators. I want to bring up the map because I, I think it is important that people see what we're talking about. Yeah. And all I can tell you is, Again, this is why I love Farm Innovators. They're not paying for this. All right, this is just I'm just sharing the truth behind the scenes. They are honoring the same price for a 1500 watt as they are a thousand watt. And what we've realized is, I think it's under information. We just got to go with a 1500 watt for certain reasons. Mm -hmm. We got to make sure you got enough potential of heating there to make sure your system doesn't freeze. So we have switched to all 1500 watts, unless something else has changed that no one filled me in with a memo. Non has not chimed in yet, so I must be right so far. Um, so we're going to get talking about the PM here, but I'm going to pop open this 1500 watt. I have not seen this. Um, go ahead. Just go talk amongst yourself. I, I got, am. I, I am. It, I had it in my email, so I need it. I'm yeah, sorry, it, it, is, it is in there because that is a very good um, Didn't math. Didn't you did. also say, Matt, that you're supposed to do something to... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all coming. It's oh, all okay. coming. I okay. promise. I promise. I just wanted to make sure... Because this is very important, especially for the people that have this system or thinking about getting it. And it's no good if it doesn't work, right? So we got to install it well, correctly. that's kind of it, right? Well, that's the gallon. Oh, there it is. Click yeah. on that. Click on that. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Now, here's where we're going to really confuse people, but whatever. Bring it up. So for 50 gallons hold on, hold on. in this state. Hold on. Let's bring it up. Screen five, share. 500 watts. It recommends 500 watts. Okay, okay, now, yes, you're looking at this map, and we are in Creedmoor, North Carolina, and we are, are we yellow or orange? Orange. Okay, so you're going to say we're orange. Or either one is the same thing. Okay. Seven. It's really close. We're like, <laughs> yeah, but it's, um, well, it Raleigh. says zones, I think, mm -hmm. six through eight are the same thing, so mm -hmm. it's covered. All right, so you're saying if you've got five, uh, sorry, 50 gallons of water. Oh, can you scroll down? Oh, would you like the mouse? Please hold. <laughs> See, then I can't get the whole thing in this shot. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Here we go. All right. So zone six and eight. I see what you're saying. If you have 50 gallons, you should mm -hmm. be able to get away with a 500 watt. But I understand why you're just going to go with the 1,000 or 1,500. Correct. Because you want to be able to use 200 gallons. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, it's because of in some states, especially up north, when it gets really, really cold, and I'm not an expert on this, but this this is starting to make sense. When it gets really windy and that wind is wrapping around that barrel, the lines, it's actually drawing the heat out of the system quicker. So you need to be able to keep up with it. And that's where we said we're just going to go to the 1500 watt. And they honored the same pricing. So we kept our pricing the same. Go with the 1500 watt. And it will work no matter where you are, okay? So that's why we did what we did. Now, however, if we can go back to our screen, because I'm about to open up the 1500 watt. I have never seen the 1500 watt heater before. Um, and I want to read this. Constructed of solid cast aluminum for ultimate efficiency, greater performance and safety, thermostatically controlled to operate only when necessary. So when you get your heated water system, 
do not plug it into this. This is for something else. And so many people make this mistake. It they pretty much does the same thing. It, this this is a thermostatic yeah. switch. It's built into that. That is correct. You do not plug your heater into this. And people do it all the time. They wonder why the system fails. Um, ideal for use in sub-zero temperatures and larger tanks. Okay, I'm reading the 1500 watts. So this one might be a little bit different. Heavy-duty cord protector to deter chewing. Ooh, I wonder if it's on this one now. Safe in plastic tanks made in the USA. Okay, so I'm going to open up the 1500 watts H419. Now, non, correct me if I'm wrong. This is what we are selling to the customers that get the heated water system. And because it is 1500 watts, that means we got to increase the amperage. So this is 12.5 amps. That's a lot. That's a lot on a circuit. You can probably still get away with a 15 amp circuit. Oh, it does. See, there's that fancy bike guard. Look at that. Nice. Um, <laughs> well, it makes sense. Imagine being that cow. Hey, what's up, chickens? Let me chew on this. Um, anyways. Um, so, 50, look at, there is a, oh, wait, what? No, just kidding. That was on accident. There is a huge difference. Huge difference in size. Is that going to fit on the bottom of the barrel? Great question. Absolutely. Because it will slip in the same that way. So that was one of the things I was wondering. And I was hoping the answer was going to be yes or I was going to embarrass myself. But yes, this will slip into the rain barrels that we sell. And you just it sits right on the bottom, right on the feet. You're golden. 1500 watt and H419. So everything about the 1500 watt heaters is spot on to the box. This is what we're selling. Put this in your barrel, plug it in, set it, forget it system. You're good to go. Okay. Any questions so far? There's questions, but I don't know if there's questions on what you're talking about. Of course not. They're like, Matt, come on. This is this is stupid. No, we get we get these calls all the time. People are like, There have been a lot of uh, watering system calls. This yes. Week. Thank you. So now let's get into the PM part. Where are we? Are we going to say spring? Are we going to say winter? What are we going to do? Where are we now? Fall. Okay. So we'll talk about it now. All right, so let's say you've got a brand new system and you're installing it for the first time. Set it in the barrel, make sure there's water, plug it in, walk away. You're good to go. As far as the heating part, we haven't gotten to the rest of the heated water system yet. Now, let's fast forward to winter's over, it's springtime. What you're supposed to do, and you like to read, here you go, fact check me. Uh, just skim real quick. You'll find in a second. You do not want to leave this inside your rain barrel. You do want to pull it out. It is completely normal. Okay. Here's the part, Ingrid, where you're going to edit this part out to it. keep it from what I'm about to say for the troubleshooting video. Well, uh, Store what? indoors after winter is what it says on the tag. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Yes. See? Thank you. Everyone's water is different, whether you're putting in city water, well water, capturing rainwater. Everyone's going to have different elements in their water, and that's going to react differently to the aluminum, okay? This is safe to put in the water. It's designed for water for animals to drink, but it's going to react different. You're going to see like a white buildup like calcium. You're going to see a beige color buildup like manganese or magnesium is one of the two. I can't remember, but that's normal and that's fine. But come spring, pull it out, clean it. Now it states in here, I'm sure how to clean it. And I wouldn't say dump it in a bath of acid or anything like that or CLR. Uh, probably just a good manual scrubbing with like a nylon brush. Oh, it says do not allow lime deposits or other impurities to build up on the heating element. 
Mm-hmm. This can cause hot spots, which are the primary reason for failure and voids the warranty. Remove impurities by using vinegar or lime away on the heating elephant Ooh, okay. element that is tubular or cast aluminum. Okay. So they are saying you can use lime away. That's what it says. The point is, this is just like a radiator or anything else. It's got to be cleaned in order for it to work correctly. But you are going to have water buildup. Okay, or you're going to have buildup of debris, whether again it's the calcium, the iron, the manganese. Um, so you got to clean it now, and you put it away for the summer. Now let's fast forward to the next winter, and here's something I did never read in the instructions, um, but I heard this directly from the manufacturer, which I it felt. It is the next section. Is it in there? Check, what? Check for proper operation. The air test. Set unit in freezer for one hour. Okay, I bet you they put it in there because of me. It says, uh, Matt says. <laughs> okay, this is so important. Here's what I was getting to, folks, is if you've already had this, it worked great last year, and it's like, okay, Matt, we're getting ready. We just got done watching video chicken, and I know what I'm doing this weekend. Thanks a lot. Um, so they want you to reset it, is how the manufacturer put it. And you're going to put it in your freezer, and you're going to get it really cold. And I think it was like 15 to 45 minutes. How long is it supposed to one be? One hour. Oh, yeah, I was nowhere close. One hour. You're going to put it in your freezer for one hour. After one hour, you're going to pull it out of your freezer, and you're going to immediately plug it in to an outlet. GFCI only. Of course. Plug it. Okay, follow the manufacturers, whatever they say. Plug it into the outlet, and it should start to get warm within a couple seconds, but it says. Yes. Okay, good. What that's doing is doing two things. It's proving to you, ooh, I got a heater that works. But number two, it's resetting, if you will. It's it's, it's like putting it's celebrating. Like sh- yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah. I could I could see that word being used there um, to get it loosened up and reset for the winter coming up. Because if you don't do that and it's sat there, it might get stuck and not switch it on, making it fail. It's that simple. Makes sense. Any questions? Are it. Are they hard to get in and out of the water barrel? No. I feel like we might. Well, I have. No, I don't have a new video, do I, of putting these in the rain barrels, the old paddle heater. You do not. Ooh, we need to get on that, Ingrid. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. I bet you I'll we just can throw it on my no, we can wide open schedule. We can do that when we install it at the chicken coop in the front yard. Or the install we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks over in Hillsboro. Yeah. Beautiful property. That's um, a, okay. And um, this actually says, and this Did was, I just get muskratted? No, I'm sorry. I just wanted to mention, too, that there are two units that have similar names that heat up the water to 110 degrees. Mm-hmm. Those are for warming water for, I guess, baby animals or something. Or I, I don't know what that's for, but they have similar numbers. So please make sure that you're getting a de-icer and not the water heater. Oh, you know what? That's We do need to call it that, the de-icer. I am wrong and I know I confuse people. Matt, you call it a heater. It's not getting warm. It's not meant because to get warm. Because I think somebody accidentally got one of those. Yes. That's yeah. how that's how I was talking about and she, for a fact, had one that heated up her water and oh my gosh, she had a bath. And she never told me that it's warm to the touch. She just assumed it was supposed to be. No. 40 Two degrees Fahrenheit, right? 42 to 45. Yeah, that's going to draw a lot of electricity to heat up oh. freezing water to 110 degrees. Oh, absolutely. Within 20 minutes. Absolutely. You can boil your eggs in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I want, that's why I wanted to mention, again, you saw me pull out the 1,000 watt, and it's in the, it says it's a W409 when it's not. 
If it came out of a box for an H409, they have assured me, Matt, that is an H409. That is the correct de-icer. Right. We should put those back because Nan needs to sell them for the coupe. The, the flux right swap. so now for people that are interested in this they can go on our website i did try to sh screen share our uh products we love mm -hmm. so you buy the basic water system and then you have this drop shipped you you buy the 1500 watt heater you're also going to have drop ship to heat it okay and that's it right everything else is included in our system oh rain barrel and base mm -hmm. and you can use your own rain barrel correct should you want to do that um, so hopefully I'm not confusing people, but we're actually trying to simplify it. But bottom line is, this is a system that if it's installed correctly and you understand these things we're talking about today, it works perfectly. I've seen it work all the way down to I was coldest, I think it was negative 14 degrees Fahrenheit. And it was working beautifully and the chickens absolutely loved it. Yeah, and just always check things. I can just give you a little um, heads up. Like if, if you don't hear it, if you want to check mm. it, or if you're worried about it, just check the plug because chickens like to scratch. I've had chickens pull the plug out. Oh, yeah, of the, the water circulator? Well, the pump. The yeah, pump. The, the they pump have that stupid terminal. Paint the, or paint. Tape the terminal together so that doesn't happen. Well, yeah. no, I mean, I was using um, a very strong extension cord. Um <laughs> <laughs> and but they they can kick that kind of stuff oh, out. Yeah. So I've like yeah. I mean just always check that all the things in your system before you because once when you if you wait till it freezes then your water bar is going to crack oh. and then you know it's, right. it's easier to and, prevent than to fix. Yeah, yes. and I went to okay. that client's house, Courtney in Raleigh, and her landscaper had unplugged it to plug his stuff in. Yep, mm -hmm. and never or plugged it back in. Like that. So it's yeah. that simple, folks. Yeah. I know I feel stupid sometimes telling people, Keep it but plugged in. when they call in, the first thing I ask them is like. Is it plugged in? And you wouldn't believe how many times they go, oh, of course it is. You sure? Let's go out there. FaceTime right now. Let's go. Nope. Not even plugged in. Right. Um, or if it is hooked up to a GFI circuit, which it should be, the GFI needs to be reset. Right. Okay. So Ingrid, great point. Keep an eye on it. Now, we have a video, a troubleshooting video that um, I think I did a really good job because it was like, I. It was, case in point, I'm walking up to the door at the office in New York and we had a coupe out front and mm -hmm. I could hear it, it it wasn't running right. So I said, Nan, go, go grab the camera. Let's do this. And I showed you how easy it is to identify if it is or is not working right and what to do to right. it was fix big, it. A troubleshooting video yeah. of Matt in the freezing cold. You were just like, my hands are so cold. Well, I just got to add a little drama. I don't want to bore you. I know. But it, and it was in front of the shop in New York. And it was a Cali Coop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So very, very important. Is that on YouTube? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. So now I want to get to a point that I learned yesterday. So the customer claimed her heater turned black. And Farm Innovators said, well, do you know why? I said, no, that's why I'm calling you. And when they gave me the answer, I go, oh, duh. Any guesses? Apple cider vinegar? No. Corrosion? No. Tarnish? It might be a form of tarnishing. If the water runs out... And it's cold. This stays running. It got overheated. It was wow. burning. Get burnt? Yeah. Wow. Burnt. So yeah. She, she ran out of water. We don't know for sure, but I love when we have customers that call and it's like, yeah, we've been doing this for 14 years, going on 15 years now. And when they, as soon as they say something, we know immediately what's going on. We got to let them run through it. Most likely, she ran out of water. She may or may not know this. Maybe she has someone taking care of it. I, I'm not sure. You can't see the water level in there. 
the hell? You can't. You want to see the water level. Yeah, what do you always mean? Check the water. Oh, always check the what? water. You can see through your rain barrel? You can see down into the rain barrel. And you always want to check your water level, especially when it's running. What you can't yours? Oh yeah, you have yeah because you, you have your own. Place. I do too, no. but I screw the unscrew no, the top. You, you installed it, but that was not one of our rain barrels. Well, I have my own rain barrel, and oh. I, I unscrew the top to make sure there's enough water in there because I know if the you know the pump needs to run, yep. quickly, like you just don't want to. Yeah, and you want it through. full because the fuller it is, even though in, the, in especially with a fifteen hundred watt, this will keep it warm so it doesn't freeze. But think about it too. That water is pushing down, helping that pump to circulate it even yeah, faster. It's the gravity and the pressure. So most likely she ran out of water, it kept running, turned black, and then probably filled back up. She may or may not have known. But I just thought that was an mm. interesting point. Because they said there is absolutely no other reason they can think of that it would turn black. Do you want to answer some questions? Yeah, because let's go. You're in charge of, of the show. Well, there's I a lot there's... of questions. All right, let's get into just it. Just random are questions. They, oh, they're random, not about. So and if you are just joining, today we're supposed to be talking about what do you got to do to get ready for the winter with your chickens and your chicken coops or coop. So the great Dunning-Kruger who lives in Florida just wants to know if you can get on a um, a, a cooling water system <laughs> which is also i find it harder to keep the water cool than it is to keep it warm with your um they have those freezing. for hot tubs because in the summer people still want to use their hot tubs but they get hotter than the recommendation i haven't i haven't talked to you guys about this no what's really the, what's the best feeder to prevent chickens from wasting their feed they throw it everywhere and are actually trying to dust bath in it they are teenagers all i'm gonna say to that last question or statement it's in the works, and oh, it's baby. genius. It's so simple. I don't know what took us so long to come up with this idea. Hmm. Uh, and then we're going to be looking for some guinea pigs. You'll have one uh, right up front. <laughs> You're not going to let that one go, are you? No. Nor should you. I am the one that tests all the products. <laughs> and we're going to put that basement on Ingrid's coop. Yes. You got the new hen house basement. Um, yeah. So there is a way to cool the water down. And it's actually not complicated. It, it occurred to me. Um, we got to test it. All right. All right. Moving on. So what's the best feeder to prevent chickens from wasting their feet? They throw it everywhere and actually try to dust bathe in it. I love our hopper feeder, feeder hopper. Mm -hmm. uh, but that goes along with, I mean, we do have an external feeder hopper. Here's where, again, if you could bring up the website, show people. Show people. I think the Coop Works does an excellent job. And then there's the I, Coop Works. I was, I was shocked how much that prevented waste and also i've noticed when the farm store is out of pellets and i have to get crumbles those crumbles are everywhere i don't know i don't know how this happens but i would definitely use pellets and still check out the coop works feeder i know i don't want we you going the stop it, stop coop it, stop works it. feeder available on our website see it's still like it's still not loading what, for what's some going reason on? i don't know why you're, you're and freaking me i out. really like the 80 pound one because i'm pretty sure i can fit 100 pounds in there and uh with the one with the four legs there you go because they can use the space underneath we love this coop works and actually the inventor was just here mr tom carter who's also been on our show a couple times uh, they've made some more improvements to this system to continue to improve on reducing what they call drag back mm -hmm. so that they're saving on feed it's fascinating so to answer your question, this is a great feeder. Everyone I've talked to that has this loves it. And people, and it eliminates the need for storing feed. If you can get like 80 to 100 pounds in there, you really don't need to store feed. Well, yeah. except for the people that have 
Well, you can use two bags at a time <laughs> and go back and get another two bags when you need them. So here, on, on the chicken run, can a person have the clear panels on the first two panels on each side of the run next to the coop? I'm not sure what she means, but I can bring up our storm shields. Our right. storm shields are cut for every panel, including right. the door. And you can custom order. Now, listen, if you want to make your chickens real happy, and that was the other thing I was going to bring up. See, thank you. Let's bring this up. Um, we sell a lot of these, and I know it's because people love them, and they do such a good job. And what when we talk about blocking the wind chill, okay, and you close the windows on your hen house, and then you want them to be chickens. You want them to continue to go out and... and, and be in the run and go scratch and eat and whatnot. They're not going to be real happy if the wind's blowing through, the snow's blowing through, sideways rain, whatever. It's just miserable conditions inside the run because it's opened, which you want to open during the warmer time of the year. Well, come winter time, you install these storm shields, the polycarbonate. It is so wonderful to be inside one of these runs. Even when it's below zero degrees Fahrenheit, it is amazing how comfortable it is inside the run. And here's a great example. Uh, I want to make sure people see that. Where's our Where's our picture? You, what? Okay, no, I just I got confused for a minute, which doesn't take much. I um, because I, I look at that to make sure that I can see what people see. So, and here's a great video of yours truly, right? Uh, talking about the winter storm shields. And here's a great picture brought in from or sent to us by a customer. Don't know where, but just absolutely love it. Look at just the nice dry ground. Chickens happy, eating away. Lovely, looks like a um, German, German Shepherd. shepherd. Mm -hmm. Got some snow buildup. I mean, this is textbook perfect, in my opinion, when it comes to keeping your chickens happy in the winter. Now, can you go wrap your coop with plastic? Absolutely. That's what we did, uh, but it doesn't look the best. But the nice thing about polycarbonate storm shields is if they're installed correctly, you don't even know they're there until you see all the snow built up yeah. and nothing inside. Do you prefer to put them on the inside or outside? Great question. I prefer to put them on the inside only because then you're hiding all the screws, hmm. but you absolutely can put them on the outside. It's probably easier to put them on the outside, but when you take them off, then you are going to see these little tiny screw holes, and that may bother a lot of people. And I also want to emphasize something that's come up that people ask about when it comes to storm shields is we recommend and sell with them screws because the screws work, period. Okay? As long as you do it correctly, those storm shields are not coming off no matter how windy it gets. But they're all cut on a CNC machine. They're all identical. So you're not putting in new holes into the wood every single year. The holes will rematch no matter. So you don't got to remember which screen went in which section. They're all identical as long as you go in the right area. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're just wonderful. People love them. So great way to keep your chickens happy right. in the winter. Are the coops set for October still on track? Somebody's waiting. J.B. Blair's waiting. She can't wait to get ours. I don't know which coop they're getting. I can tell you when it comes to American coops and American-style constructed coops, they're crushing it. They are doing a really good job. If anything, we're ahead of schedule, but the schedule may have been redone since selling more. So I'm not sure. I don't have an answer for that. If you're waiting on turnkey, that's a whole nother story. We are already into, I think next spring's already booked with turnkey. 
Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Am I right? I put early summer on the one for Tennessee. Do you have um, three crews? We're back down to two. Okay. I'm going to start looking for some people around here for our third road crew. So here's a question. Should you feed a flock that has layers and roosters layer feed? I heard the extra calcium in the feed isn't good for roosters. And Matt will probably say get rid of the roosters. (laughs) Who doesn't love a sloth? My daughter loves sloths. I think Nan does too. Um, No, listen, I actually like roosters, but I don't want one. It's not worth it to me. But that is an interesting question. I wouldn't worry about it. No, I looked it up. Somebody asked on the forum, Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to to do some, before I answered, I wanted to do some research since I don't have roosters. Um, But there's not so much calcium that it's bad for the roosters. It's It's enough of a balance that it's fine. That you don't have to have, like, spe- there is special rooster feed, but you don't need that. Of course there is. Is there a special silky feed, too? Probably. <laughs> that is a good question. Patent pending. I tell you, I, <laughs> um, I tell you, what a great question. So speaking of forum, um, a customer of ours, and uh, she's she's almost here every single week, uh, Misty. Mm-hmm. She sent me um, a thing in the forum, whatever. It's about a old farmer's trick that supposedly if you mix baking soda with cornstarch, and I can't remember if it was to mix it with water or whatever and put it into a container that the mice will go in and eat because mice and rats, that because they cannot flatuate and burp, belch, I don't know if there's a proper medical term, I was trying to practice my MDing, <laughs> if they, because they can't fart supposedly or burp, the baking soda basically causes all that gas buildup where they're going to explode from the inside and kill them. And I've never heard of this. So that's why I think this is cool. However, what I can tell you is... I'm going to try that out on my desk. Oh, boy. We did get some uh, rat bait in, mouse bait in. I don't know if people want to see it. It's my favorite. It's my go-to. We don't get paid well, to say this. Um, should we? Yeah. Well, you're you are so the quick exterminator. To, you're so quick to be like, well, what is it? What is it? Come on. Is well, it readily available to the general public, though? Oh, yeah. I bought it right off of Amazon. Okay. Maybe we should bring it in. We should get paid for this stuff. This is by... Maybe we should set it out and see if it still works. Not his mustards on her desk. On her desk? <laughs> yes. I'm just waiting to, if you ever want to really grow someone out, I got the black light, uh, flashlight black light in my uh, office. Not only are they defecating, but they're peeing. To, and they use it to kind of find their way around, I'm sure, also relieve themselves. Anyways, I can't imagine what that looks like. And this is a rodent bait that I absolutely love. But here's the point to the farmer's trick. Now, don't just leave it over there to the side, please. Now, hold on. Thank you. Oh, there it is. Oh, that brings back good memories. I love the smell of rat poison in the morning. Uh, (laughs) That That was an exterminator. um, The point to the video is that it's supposed to be a very cost-effective way to reduce a rodent population. So let me be clear with everything I just said. To reduce the rodent population. And if you get them all to go in there and eat it and they all die, great. You've eliminated the current infestation. But do we know for sure that the baking soda is actually going to, like if this mixture is actually going to cause them to explode? Right. Is okay. Is theory or is it? So I don't know, to be honest with you. I have exploding rats? I have never heard of this. <laughs> I do know we used to use, and if you got a serious rodent problem, you want to get rid of them real quick. And I don't know if it's still around. I'm sure it is. It's zinc phosphide. And it is almost the exact effect, but it reacts to the stomach acids and creates a phosphine gas, which kills them. Um, So I do not know if the actual exploding of the gas because they can't burp or fart um, kills them. 
I can see that if that is true that they can't do that. Oh yeah, this is probably going to kill them. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it really works or not, but I would love if people, I think a couple other, uh, people on the forum said, oh, I got to try that. But it made me think of this. And that is if you do got a serious rodent problem, there's nothing better than tracking powders, but you got to be extremely careful. Um, because what is you, it? What do you got there? Okay. Well, if you're going to use a bait, which I do love baits, um, I love this, but I can't emphasize oh, this enough. Ready. You got to read the label. Do not apply it without understanding the label, which is going to be right behind this sticker. You pull this off. You're going to read the label. And I can also not emphasize enough. You got to be extremely careful using this product around dogs. I was going to say. It'll kill them. It's an yeah. anticoagulant. If all of a sudden you see blood coming out of your dog's nose, ears, oh. eyes, every or vitamin K. Anyway, you can get them vitamin K, but hopefully they'll survive. Just take them to the vet. Well, as soon as you can get them vitamin K, yes, but you're going to have to take them to the vet and they're going to administer vitamin K and hopefully save them. So you got to be careful. But here's what I can tell you about this stuff. My God, do they love it. And they just annihilate it. And that's the thing about baiting any type of pest. You got to make sure they want it. And especially if you're in an area where there's a lot of competition, sanitation issues like a dumpster. They usually don't want to eat bait, especially because a lot of external baits have a lot of wax in it, and it's not very palatable for the rodents. They love this stuff. Do you have to put it in something so the chickens can't get to it? I mean, is that again? I'm not. I don't want to get. Great question. Um, you, it's it's too much to get into all that. What I would say is read the label. But if you are looking for something, this stuff is amazing. Um, the bottom line is you don't want dogs, children, or any non-target animals to get to it. So use your best judgment. Um, but this is just a bait that came out towards the end of my bug killing career. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Let's that, try it and see if it still works and we can report back next week. I'll, okay. I'll be honest with you. I'm retired. I've become a softie. It's hard for me to get back into the <laughs> game and kill things. And plus I'm so worried about Gus, but I know yeah. exactly how I'm going to apply it so that he can't get to it. But here's what happens. Mice love, not only are they going to eat it, they create what are called middens where they take the food and they hide it just yeah. in case. So what happens is that's where you get cross-contamination. And this is what happens in restaurants. The next thing you know, they drop the bait from the ceilings. Mice are usually up. And then it falls on the table. And then they think, oh, great job, bug guy. You got bait. No, it wasn't us. It was the mice. It, it, it tell you, it's not as easy as you think. The best is when it, it sounds like a disaster. I know. I, I, I don't think you're selling this product yeah, at all. I, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being realistic. That's I know. It's disgusting. I know it's, I know it's in a plastic bucket. But, but let's get it off the But table. what's yeah, worse? Oh, no. This is... Oh, come on now. This is as safe as it comes. What's more deadly is that rat dropping or that mouse dropping or that urine than this stuff right here. Mm. Okay? And like I've always said, this bait is very safe. It's the applicator. It's the person behind the trigger. That's what causes the danger if they don't do it correctly. Okay? It's always us. It, it really is. It it's, really it's, is. It's our heart. It's our mind. It's if we're lazy. And that's what used to piss me off in the extermination business. There's so many lazy exterminators. And they give us a bad name. All right, we got more questions. It's heavy. So Laura asked, do chickens actually get enough water from the nipple systems? I switched from the red cups. They work well, but they're hard to clean out. Watching, it seems they work harder to get water now. Thoughts? All right, so that is actually a great point and question. Do you want to start with that one? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, the point to these nipples are to actually make it so that you don't have to clean anything. And that you are allowing the chickens to work. This is a form of a boredom buster. If you put out four different types of watering systems, horizontal nipple, a vertical nipple, 
a cup, a dish. They're going to go to whatever's easiest for them. But here's where I get a little confused, and I've had customers say, no, the only thing chickens should be drinking out of is a dish on the ground because that's what they're de how they're designed to drink. Now, we have Dr. Crespo on says, no, 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 these are great. Keep them up high because they can't drink it until their head is up. So it's like, man, I don't know what to believe. What I can tell you is as long as they can get the water, they're going to be fine. They're going to be good to go. But would they prefer a cup system over a horizontal nipple? I would say yes, but the reason why I don't like them is then you do got to go in there and clean it. Okay. And number two, you, I don't know of a system yet that keeps them from freezing. We use these to keep yeah, it so your chickens true. can still have water when it's freezing. Yeah. And I use one that has the, the vertical nipples hanging, but like my little ones can't reach that. Midge can't reach it. So she goes to the water bar where there's a cinder block for her to reach so the water bar is great when you have flocks of different sizes because you don't have to worry about the size because you don't want to put a trough water low because then it's really going to get right. dirty but if you have a little tiny bantam like francis or midge mm. then you, you you have to have them be able to get to the water oh so misty also mentions i feel like my coop works water is hard for them as well i heard you need to lower it okay um speaking of the coop works waterer i did and i i told tom about this and I, I don't, he was very good with his answer because I don't know if it was, I, I'm aware or I'm not. Um, do you have the Coopworks waterer? I do, but I, uh, I don't know. I got one of the, the first prototypes and it doesn't have, it's not milled out for the legs. Oh, so it's a pedestal. It might be. So I, I went to set it up with the four legs and I was like, ah, it's not um, going to work. Now, as far as the Coopworks feeder, love it. Can't think of anything about that other than if you leave it outside and you don't cover up the holes, yeah, you're going to be feeding deer and other wildlife. Um, what I love about the nipples that we sell, which are they still on Amazon right now? What a story no, that is. Just move along, I'm please. pissing her off today. They are sorry. all on our um, website, what I, Yes, what I yes, love about... Thank you. Sorry. What I love about our nipples is many things, but one of them is that spring. It's a very nice light spring versus I had a couple of customers say that spring is very hard on the coop works. It is. Yeah, I think there, there so was I, a couple of comments about that. So well. I brought that to Mr. Tom Carter's attention. Uh, he might even be watching right now. And again, we he's a this is Tom is someone that I know because I can relate. We appreciate that because our customers that we know want what's best for the chickens and believe in people that are out here live in front of people admitting the good bad and the ugly we want what's best for our, our, our animals and he i believe he did say he's noticed that and they're working on it something like that but yeah. so um, i'm not sure if that might be one of the reasons why there might yeah, be some negative and, comments I mean, look about at the water. how many revisions our chicken coops have gone right through, i mean you that's know? you just learn yes. our and it's and improve yep and our customers help us with all that as well so Misty also asked, and this I saw this going on, like at what temperature do you close the windows on the coop? And I don't really think that there's an actual like, okay, it's 45 degrees at night. I'm going to close I, the windows. I mean, I, I think it's... I don't want to open and close them a lot. I mean, some people do want to open and close them every day. Like you have a warm day, you have a cool day, mm -hmm. night, you have, a, you know. So I wait till it's consistently cold. So I was just chuckling because one of the funny things is uh, one day when Misty was commenting on the show uh -huh. and she mentioned that she's actually shopping. <laughs> So every time I see her name pop up, you think I, she's like at the grocery I store. Her, her with her ear pod, AirPods in or whatever, just walking around <laughs> listening to us ramble on about chickens. Uh, so, uh, but that is a, okay. So that is a very good question. 
And I kept visioning her walking around in her Carolina Coops hoodie shopping. So I completely missed. So I think what it is, you have to realize that you want to close the windows when you have to be concerned about the nighttime temperature because they're not up on the roost bars during the day. Mm-hmm. So you're really concerned with the nighttime temperatures, and that's when you want to. True. But Although when it's Here's like... where it's going to get a little confusing. Well, see, I'm also southern now, so. <laughs> there is a huge difference between drafts and ventilation. Right. Okay? Our houses still breathe, and you got to let them breathe. You actually can cause problems by suffocating a house too much. Even right. in today's constructions. Uh, construction of new homes they're they're insulating it so well they have mold problems because the house is not naturally breathing um and that goes to this next question too oh well so i would say to answer missy's question i just close them i know that they're going to be comfortable um but when it does get warm you're not worried about the cold temperatures and the wind was to blow that's when you can open up and and leave it i pretty much wait till the we get our first freeze like november I'm one of those people that open and close them, yeah, but that's like just that. me. <laughs> but that's so because, there you go. but they're literally ten feet from my house, so yeah. you know. Anyway, so Jessica says, "Do we cover the vents? I have hardware mesh along the eaves. Should I make a cover for those areas so I can avoid to close those to avoid the air intake?" No. And you were just saying, "No, right? You want that flow? As long as that is not blowing on them, you do want the 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 exhaust. You want the um." The ventilation. It's natural convection. Yes, absolutely. You don't want the cold air blowing directly on them. We are setting up our rain barrel soon. Currently using a 12-gallon over easy brand waterer with nipples. Instead of a bar, can I run my hoses into the waterer I already have? I am not familiar with the over easy brand waterer. Yeah. And I know like the hose, you'd have to have a regulator, right? Yeah. And then the problems that we've had and we wanted to make sure was that they don't blow the nipples out of the water bar. So I don't know. <laughs> All right. So right? a 12 gallon, I have no idea what the over easy brand waterer Mm-mm. is. Um, we can only speak to the stuff Instead we of use. a bar. That's what I thought it was. Someone, a, a customer asked me about that recently. What is it? It it looks like a a water tank. Used it looks for like, like a septic tank for one. Yeah, which is weird. But go on with uh, three vertical nipples on it. So I don't understand the question to put like a hose to it with an auto top off or, or to, to pressurize to hook it? it up to a rain barrel system. You would have to uh, bore holes in it, right? Yeah, and you're gonna flood that unless and... that top is watertight. I don't know. This is why I love our water system because it holds a lot of water and you separate you separate the container on the outside of the coop and then you can run the lines to the inside to just a water bar system. Yeah, I see it. Now. So I think what they might be saying is that they want to run Oh, and they buy that tractor supply. I, I don't know. Hook it up yeah. to a rain barrel. That's yeah, what I know, asking. I know. When you when you hook it up. Yeah, but if that up. water is above the level of that easy water thing, it's just gonna potentially leak yeah mm. i think it's just we like with stuff we don't use and we haven't tried what it's 111 already sorry okay <laughs> i didn't know what your face holy crap how is it past one o'clock already well you were chatting here mama sunshine says can my girls sunshine. eat unripe squashes that fell from the vine 
and two of my one-year-old girls for sure molt, and so they need to feed them differently. Oh, we're going to do a whole show on molting. Ooh, that's a good question too, Sydney. Make sure. Yeah, we didn't finish the whole thing about the water, let alone getting ready for the winter, uh, the water system. What do you mean we didn't finish? Oh, I was just getting started. I saw it was one eleven right okay. now. Okay. Um, what, what did we so what was the question? Right, what was the so answer? So can they eat unripe squash? Sure. Yeah, I don't. They usually just like the seeds on that kind of stuff. They don't. We always really default to the chickens know what they want and don't mm -hmm. want. Just don't give them anything moldy. Mm -hmm. uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What was, okay, so there was a question about do you let the pump run during the hot weather? And it looks like it was a question related to someone else. I was wondering yeah. that as well. Could we use the pump during hot water to keep the water moving? Would it keep it from getting too hot? Uh, no, actually run it. It will actually keep it cooler. And that's one of the nice things about the heated water system is, yeah. It flushes the system. Yes, and you don't have to have it running constantly. People make that mistake. In the summertime, you don't have to have your pump on. But it doesn't hurt to turn it on, let it run for a day or two to help circulate it. It doesn't help the keep. So if the if the pump isn't on, the water sits in the water bar. If it's hot, the water will heat up the, the initial water that you're getting. So if you want to run what what we did, because we would find that the pump, the the water in the that was sitting in the water bar itself, until they get through it, mm -hmm. not the water that was being stored, was getting warm. Yep. We would run the pump. We put the pump on a timer. Oh. oh, so we have like timer for our hoses, so the t it would go on at like noon and then shut off at like six in the summer, and that way it was only running in the time where the the water would be it would be the hottest. That is a great idea. I feel like Ingrid should get a shirt for that. Yeah, she can, she can <laughs> yeah. just go grab whatever she wants. Yeah. That is that's what I, that is a yeah. hell of a great yep. idea. Also, having the pump come on at dusk and dawn to prevent help prevent mosquitoes. Yeah. yeah, I don't find mosquitoes by the yeah, thing, but it can happen. Open. It can happen but if yeah. you keep, if you don't keep it screened off. But uh, in and North then you Carolina, can dump, we have some mosquitoes all the time. Anyway. Yeah. And you can dump ice in there if you wanted to and let that circulate. I've done that. Yeah, a timer. Done, but we do the timer because I didn't want the pump running all the time. Even though I have solar, I still don't want to use all that electricity. Yeah, oh boy, we here don't. we go. Well, Ingrid said she has solar for a while. I can wait, hear no, the calls I have now. solar on my house. Yeah, yeah which but we don't. ultimately. Yeah, we we don't Powers. want the pump to run out either. We right. don't want it to run constantly. Con right. It wasn't right. really meant to. That's pump That much water all right. the time. Right. But non um, through all learning it and all the conversations mm -hmm. with customers, that's why she has it set up that we sell the system the way we do, because in the in the summer you technically could just bypass the pump, mm -hmm. run your hose directly to the water bar. And not have a return like we used to. We used to call it gravity-fed water bar. But then we realized so many people running into that problem, we're like, well, just run the pump. So that's why we include the pump even with our basic water system and put a timer on it. Yeah, because it doesn't need to be like in the morning. Jeez. It's not Now, hot. who came up with that? Was it you or Sean? It was probably him because yeah. he has the timer on all the drip irrigation things. But I said mm. that like I don't what want it to run fantastic. all day. We might, it might have been he collaborative. Like a he probably wouldn't wear a Carolina Coop shirt, would he? Sure he would. He would. I feel like that's a – the best ideas are always the simplest ideas, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely I, I didn't think of that either. Um, wow. one fifteen. All right. Just so – and, and I, I love that the audience is built up. Thank you so much for being here. It is September 9th. We are live. 2022. Today we're trying to talk about getting ready for the winter, but if you have any questions, leave them in the comment section, and let's uh, keep on going. I love this comment from Lindsay. Um, you can clean and disinfect to your heart's content, and your chickens will still drink – 
out of a poop yes. puddle. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Yes. And it's true. It's like we, you know, we try to do as yeah. much as we can, but if it rains and there's a puddle, yes, we're going to drink they, out yes. of it. Yes. So that's why I always say it's another great example. Just, just don't overthink it. Um, I see Joel has a question. Does Matt know which heater goes in the Coopworks water silo? Yeah. I don't know. Did they um, decide on what Can they... we bring in? You know what? He, we ha- I, I believe it was one of the, it was a paddle heater. All right. Let's yeah. do this. Let's do this. Because I want to sell these. I want to learn more about it. Uh, can someone bring me in a Coopworks water silo, please? Me? No, okay. just someone. I don't care who it is. I just so I, those it's are kind like, of fun to see who brings it what, in. Those are what like eight gallons or something. So you would use a. Uh, I have that thing still up. So. Mike Trapp said lime away is food safe. CLR is not. So just oh good. Okay, thank you, thank you. I was thank you, Mike CLR. Man. Yeah, this that's like is, for cleaning oof. your shower. But vinegar does a great job. Vine- water and vinegar are great. It reminds me of my grandmother. She cleaned everything with vinegar. Oh. There it comes. All right. So we got the Coop Works water silo. Like it? That is, it's that big. All right, bring it in here. I wanna, I wanna see something because this is a great question. So what you guys don't know, non is like, uh, when you gonna clean the studio? I mean, it is an absolute mess in here. All they see is this part, but oh, watch the. Sheesh, coming in. So the farm on Highway J asked, "How do you keep the pipe from freezing?" Which I'm assuming is the water bar, and that's part of our system which is both heating the water and moving the water yeah the pump only when it gets close to freezing right and our heater has the thermostatic switch that you buy separately no this is the feed silo i was i want the water (laughs) did i use the wrong terms i don't want the feed silo i was wondering why this was so heavy non can you please bring in the water i don't know that we have that do we have that out there we got everything, Ingrid. You name it, we got it. Boy, we're gonna be cleaning today. <laughs> Ooh, Speak hot. for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um. Oh, yeah. Keep, don't mean to keep bringing up Misty, but yeah, she's she did post in the Carolina Coops yeah. forum, owner forum. Uh, she's got a chicken that's limping, and the toes were curled. I don't like honestly. I, I said to the folks at the forum, I don't feel comfortable giving people right. like medical advice because you know if we're wrong and that's your chicken, right. I know what it's like Jeez, to lose this chickens. Is heavy too. Yeah. Well, it's got that big heavy base in it, Ugh. right? We we need a bigger studio. I do know that somebody had asked me about something <sighs> that wasn't in the forum, but um, and I know I learned this from Jessica, our friend Jessica, that <sighs> these are the worst chairs in the world. If you don't. If you don't have like a vet that you can go to with your chickens, a lot of times local breeders will be great sources of information for that. If you I know Jessica learned how to like remove a cyst from her chicken mm-hmm. on a video from the woman that she got her chickens from. So there's just other things. It's just, you know. Yeah, we've got a local vet school here. And don't yeah. forget about your state veterinarian. Yeah. I mean, um, you could try different things like that, but just. Your Ask. state veterinarian mainly does livestock, so right. that, that's what I mean by that. Right. And just be aware that if they find something um, definitely wrong with your with your chicken, that they will confiscate that chicken and put down the entire flock if it's yeah, something I'm really falling. bad. Help me out here! Oh my god! Wow, thanks. Oh, You're so dramatic. My, am I still there? No, I unplugged something. What just happened? No, there. No, I am. you're still here. No, you're still here. No, I'm on I'm my hold on. You might have Thanks. unplugged your headset, but we can still hear you loud and clear. 
I lost my headphones. Okay. Wow. I was hoping for a little help there. Thanks. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> unbelievable. Okay. It, okay. We, we might have to clean after this show. All right. Misty well, also wants to know what a hen house basement is. Ooh. We spoke about that. Yes. Um, That's in the works. We're going to enclose the bottom of the hen house with doors. Like, yeah. it, it's a kit that you can order so yeah. that for your coop, because uh, we know all the dimensions. Evan's done an amazing job uh, figuring out how to kit it and sell it. As an add-on accessory. As an add-on accessory. Yes, thank you. So you can use that as a brooder or a quarantine or a duck area. Or a bunny area. Yeah. Okay. Here, 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 here's what I wanted to get to. Oh, excuse me. I hiccuped. Okay. So there it is right there. Here's what I wanted to show you guys. There's another thing that I love about this um, concept mm. that they come up with is they have molded a space right here for a heater. Okay. So I want to make sure people see that. For wire, right? For a wire. Mm -hmm. And then what I wanted to do, well, here we go. Now, this would be way overkill, 1,500 watt. Yeah, you can't use that on, that's an eight-gallon water, right? Why couldn't you use it? Why Isn't that too big for something that small? It's not that it's too big. It would be overkill. It just means it's probably going to come on for a couple seconds and turn off for a couple seconds. So it might actually work too much. Yeah. Um, but I do believe they are working on a, okay, so that fits beautifully, but what's not going to fit is the cord. That's what I was The scared. bite guard. That's what I was scared of. So that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah, for oh, almost. There it is. Almost, it fits. Oh, for almost the entire country, a 250 watt would be. You know, yeah, you know what? Yeah, don't. Well, 500 watt. Get the 500 watt paddle heater. I do know yeah. they're working on something special for the water. So that will fit in it. 1500 watt would be way too big. I was curious if the electrical line will fit in there. All right, and here's the other thing I'm curious about. Man, I am out of shape. The yeah, what's the, going on the, over the, there? Well, the doctor did say I'm <laughs> obese, and I think he got to me. Oh, don't don't let him get you with that BMI nonsense. Go ahead. That's not that bad. Are you a chicken? I know that, that sounds so like it. Sounds like a chicken, right? It sounds like my baby chicks. Yeah, anyways. I Matt is pressing on the, the water nipple on the Coop Works water art. To see how tight the springs are. Use your mouth and see. Let's let's get in there. Yeah, use your tongue. <laughs> Pretend you're chick. Where's Francis? Oh yeah. Oh, you were gonna do it too. I knew you would. Um, that's <laughs> not that bad. Hold on. Francis is in timeout because he's crowing. Yeah, it is. Uh, these are a little bit lighter. I was expecting from what people were saying that it was gonna be a little bit stiffer. I don't know. Anyways, okay. So. Country Boy Life, who I think is making a craftsman-style coupe, um, asked, uh, what are your thoughts on upper storage in the gable space above the coupe? Again, when he says above the coupe, I'm assuming he means above the hen house. Yes. And we do it all the time. We call it the loft. We do, but like on our bigger coupes, not on like our... You wouldn't use that on your American coupe or something. Right. No, but, they need that headroom. Uh, yeah. But I notice he says he's uh, building a craftsman style. Right. Yeah. But just to be, just to give yep. it context. Yep. You can run it all the way up with vaulted ceilings for your chickens, or you can put a flooring two story. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. We did it uh, in, in many occasions where well, we it becomes a loft. Fe. Which is actually, yeah, Santa Fe, which is great, to, a great place to store your storm shields. Mm hmm. 
And Laura asked, how do you hang them? They're, they're pre-drilled, and we give them the screws, like we said. We might. We actually give you the roofing screws. And the reason for that, which is not cheap, but think about this. It does many things. Um, if you're going to be using a screw, you know, twice a year, and then for the rest of the coop's life, so let's say 30, 40 years, uh, you don't want to round out that screw, even though you could just, what I mean by round out is like a Phillips head, you know, rounding it out, and you can't use it, you got to go get another one. Um, roofing screws have a hex head. It's a quarter-inch hex head, and... They're just so easy to use. And it has the metal washer and then a neoprene washer, which is used to waterproof that screw on a roof. But that displaces that pressure when you're tightening that screw. It doesn't do it. I mean, you can't break polycarbonate. Um, but it just, in my mind, just makes it that much better mm. to displace the pressure from that screw. And See what the detail that you go into for every little thing that you guys do. Thank you. Well, thank I mean, you. So much detail in, just in the hardware and the screws that you use. You're not going to get that with other people. You're not other companies and other yeah other people other rip off people. We got um, a, we got a W for Ingrid. Two dub two Ws. You got two Ws so far checked. In, um, Ingrid, she 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 gets after people. I love it. So um, Rochelle says, is it necessary to have a gap at the bottom or the top of the storm shields to allow a bit bit of airflow? Nope. Nope. You'll still have plenty of ventilation. Um, you have, man, I, I am out of shape. You have so much air exchange still, nothing to worry about. The, it, so it I'm, goes underneath the metal roofing, comes up under the soffit, goes over top of the freeze blocks of the fillers between the trusses and the ridge cap is ventilated. It still breathes. What about the door? Yeah. You get the storm shields for the door too. Oh, you do. Oh, okay. go. And, and you don't have to use all of them either. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Now, you know what I'll tell you? If everyone can recall the last custom coupe we did in Santa Fe, she first wanted storm shields just along the bottom. And I agreed with her then. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you don't need them up top. You know, the mm -hmm. it wasn't even a month into winter. She called up. Silly. <laughs> not even a month later. She goes, no, we need them. Snow really? was getting over top. I mean, really? Plus, yeah, they're 7,000 feet in elevation up oh, on top of a mountain. Around. But still, so she ordered them and. Evan had them cut up, sent out, and uh, they love them. As I far suppose as I know. if you were in a an area where the snow, where the wind is coming on one side, you can actually do like it depending on where your coop is situated. If it's blocked by a building or something like that on one side, you wouldn't need all of mm -hmm. them. Yep. So there's all different things. Ooh, someone wrote questions, so I'm gonna. Yes, please. I like love that. that. I love. I that. love that too. Thank you, Danielle. Can I still do deep litter if I already have a lot of flies around my area? I live around a G fields, and we already have lots of flies. You can always do deep litter. Yeah. There's never a time you can't do deep litter. I think, and we thought we'd proven that the deep litter helps cut down it on does. the flies. Oh, big time, big it time. Does. Yes. It is amazing. Because you're not going to attract them. And most likely, so agricultural fields, you're going to have house flies like you won't believe uh, most of the time. And uh, See, yeah. You have that next to your farm in New York. <laughs> Black Angus cows and agricultural all over there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just don't really see any downside to the deep litter method. Gross exploding rats. I know. <laughs> Um, and somebody asked if the storm shields are available in multiple sizes or yes. can they be sized for DIY coops? Yes. 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 They're just expensive to ship because they are, they have to be, they can't just go in a box. Go out and price a piece of polycarbonate. Yeah. And you'll f see the value in us selling them. And, and we got to design them. We got to cut them on the CNC. We got to ship them. But Pre -drill it, them it's a one-time, all you got to do is do it once. And you know what? 
Do I have someone, can I have someone bring in a piece of polycarbonate? I've been wanting to do this. Can I have someone please just bring in a, a scrap piece, just a little piece. I want to show you guys something. This is why I love polycarbonate. And it's not plexiglass. I'm good. Mm -hmm. You guys are so smart. Um, so Laura says, we're doing a water bar soon. Question, if anyone worried about roof runoff water and wild bird droppings running into the water, diseases, or do you just hand fill it? Yeah, no, great. That there, there is a potential downside to capturing your rainwater. Yeah, and we talked about this. Yep, during the avian flu yeah. outbreak last spring, which they did declare was going to be seasonal this year. and we don't Was it? Yes, yeah, it, it went away. Hmm. It did go away. Um, it was like, a, and we don't know if it's going to come back because the last time it was bad was many years ago, like five years ago. Right. I mean, think about like, it de I think it also depends on your coop. If you think about like birds flying overhead and your coop is a small bullseye in, in the yeah. scheme of things. Oh, that one's huge. Here, let's see it. Let's see it. Is it is it a good? Oh, yeah. Let's do it anyways. Thank you. This, this is perfect. If there's anything else I can get to <laughs> Yeah. Well, what is everyone else not working? I know. Like she's got nothing to do but to bring you things. Uh, I'm going to explain. So here's just a drop. <laughs> we call it a drop. Oh, no. This is an actual window. Yeah, that looks like a window. This is a piece of window cut, pre-drilled, ready to go on a, on a chicken coop. It was, it was on the scrap The drop. Yeah, it's because they, it's a madness out there. Um, okay, so someone just asked a very interesting question. What is the best way to build windows so they are draft-free? I would like to just add to that. A, a little point there is no such thing as windows for chicken coops that you can just go out and purchase and because of that as one of the things that has made the art of chicken coop building very difficult um and i do want to make it i think people have done it people have just said hey can i just buy your windows mm -hmm. and we've sold them and we got our carolina style windows and we got our american style windows but to answer your question what is the best way to build windows so they are draft free you just you got to stop the drafts. So it all it depends on if you're going to build a window that's pre-hung, so that you have the the molding, the casing, the frame, and the stop, and then you build the actual window and you hinge it a certain way. So when it closes, it stops the drafts. That's the only way I can answer it in a nutshell. But do we really want to stop all the? Like yeah. We don't want to seal it up, like you said earlier. You don't want to seal Some up your cracks are okay. Oh. Yeah, but you guys just hate me, don't you? You just I can only imagine the phone calls. People freak out. Our, our, our little, well, again, they're animals and we we don't we shouldn't are some cracks here and there okay, absolutely. Yeah. But the rest of the world doesn't understand that. So what we have done is we've made all our windows. When you close them, it blocks off. There's no openings around it. Da da da. We tried to get away with that with the American style, and people are like, no, no, no. So we just had to make some more changes. Cost more money. Now the coop costs a little bit more, but I, people love it. Um, but it, to make it so that they don't, so you stop the drafts. You just got to build them. I don't know. You got to make it so when it closes, there's a stop behind it. What should we do? So if you don't want to build them and just buy ours, give us a call. That's a good idea. Um, have you built, hold on, have you built, sorry, have you built a coop with screening and wire? I don't understand All that. All of sorry. our coops have yeah, wire. Yeah, screen and wire, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure of that question. All right. Look at Misty's question there. I was looking at Saturday Lime and they stated don't use it in the compost, which made me think about the deep, deep litter, mm. deep litter system. I asked them, they were supposed to send me. Um, Get them on the phone, call them up. And I, why? They're supposed to send me the um, a sample of the first Saturday lime so I can test it to see how it works. With Hold on, I just got a great idea. We should do that. Let's test 
Call these people that either we're promoting or whatever. Call them up. See what kind of customer service. Pretend we're customers. Put them on the spot. And if they do a really good job, then we'll be like, hey, well, you're live on the air and say hello to everyone. Wouldn't that be fun? Mm. I do that when vendors come here and they try to sell their services. You know what I do? What? I call their company right away. I'm like, okay, we'll see if you're really as good as you say you are. Oh, oh I got I, people sweat in my office for some reason. So Jonathan Welsh asks, have you guys looked into the into first flush systems for rain collection on your coops? Never heard of it. Check it out. Yeah, I first I that's for it where you have a diverter yeah. and it diverts the first. Yeah. Oh God, we used uh, to do that. They're such a pain. Yeah. We we realize they're not worth it. We stopped using them because again, puddles. I'm really curious <laughs> about that Saturday look. line. I know. I asked. I had to. I emailed them again. I'm like, where's? Because I keep asking the people in the shop. Where's my chickens are a hot mess? Or maybe it's their mom. Let let them, I don't know what this. Let them be. Don't overdo it. People that overdo it and try to be a helicopter mom. Well, she she has had some some unfortunate illnesses, and sometimes it's not your fault. I mean, most of the it time does, it's exactly. not. Exactly. It, it. I know that's hard for us to yeah. admit. Um, it happens. It, it, it just does. happens. It's very unfortunate, but please don't uh, think it's something that, you know. I mean, it, it, it's happened to all of us. This one? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I'm saying sorry. Coopworks say we have tested some heaters and the Farm Innovators Model H49 works well. Yo, yeah. The H49 is the small paddle heater, right? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and that, that would be the one I would recommend. I just wanted to know if ours fit in it. And it was more to check the opening for the cord. Yes, and Amber M says her chickens peck so hard at the Coopworks waterer. So, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Something, I don't might, something might be there, um, but I, I, I guarantee you they'll continue to work on it. Okay, so we got these question. I want to get ducks, ducklings, and chicks at the same time. My plan is to raise them together in the coop. Should the ducklings be introduced or? When should the ducklings be introduced or moved to, to the duck house? <laughs> so you're going to raise them together. So that's good. And um, then I guess, I guess would it be the same time you would move yeah. chicks fully feathered? Yeah. yeah. Six weeks. Yep. Speaking of ducks. Yeah. You, you all are on that meeting, right? Yes. Are we doing away with the duck dipper? What was the final decision? Well, we don't really have it promoted on the website right now. Mm -hmm. No. We don't have it. We don't have a price. I don't want to promote something if we feel we we're, should. We're still doing some R&D on it. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. I, I always thought that people use that, but in addition to having a pond outside mm. the coop. I, mean, I never thought that that was the only source of water for ducks. I don't have ducks right now because they are messy and I don't have a pond, so... I would totally have ducks if I had a pond or if I dig a pond, which I still might. So Danielle Tucker's asking, which blue egg layer should I get? Americana, Easter egger, ooh, or cream ooh, oh, leg, I want this question. leg bar? Go ahead, Kristen. One of each. I knew oh it. <laughs> if you could only pick one. I would say the, well. Well, the Americana and the Easter egg are, are sometimes the same. They're just. They're very similar. Yeah. However, and they always don't always lay blue eggs. Yeah, that's right. However, I have an Easter egg that lays yeah. tan legs, eggs. Yeah, my first one as well. So and Americana, was so yeah, Americana will lay true blue eggs, and they have those chubby cheeks. The cream leg bar has like a little mm -hmm. um, hat on its head. So it depends on what you want. <laughs> 
Whatever you can find. Yeah. Or Sometimes one of each. It's, it's about availability. <laughs> All right. So before I forget, because we are way past 130 already. I can't oh thank God. you guys so much for being here. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Um, I w we will get through the rest of the questions and comments. However, was there anything else? <laughs> yes, we will. Is there anything else we have? Hey, take it easy. I'm see looking to see. I shouldn't what's... even mention that. That's why I knew I shouldn't mention it. Um, was there anything else we need to talk about getting ready for winter? Pro tips. Suggestions, um, ideas. I think we said just, you know, prep. Don't overthink it. Prep your water heater. Make sure you're, it's working. Don't take for granted that things are plugged in. Block off the wind chill. Block off the Do wind chill. Do not heat your hen house. Give them extra scratch grain, some corn. Mm -hmm. And you'll be you'll be good. And get more chickens. <laughs> that, that is an interesting <laughs> point. All right, real quick. Here's what I wanted to show you guys. Here's a piece of polycarbonate right off the CNC apparently. So I'm going to sacrifice a piece of polycarbonate for a How window. How thin is that? One eighth. I don't know if I want to keep giving away specs. I'll, there's been so many people calling up asking for actual specs, but I guess it is on the website. It is eighth inch. You don't need it real thick. All right. Um, and again, here's an example where it's all cut on the CNC and there's holes there so you can just screw right in. Here's what I love about polycarbonate. Are we ready? You want to try it? Have you ever done this? Go ahead and break it. Try to bend it in half. Bend it in half and snap it and break it. Just don't let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Look at he's bending. He's bending. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that stuff is really strong. Remember the remember the uh, episode with Office where okay, doing CPR. Uh, 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 <laughs> staying in a lot. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Just can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, he's holding it in half, and it's not. Yeah, it's really not breaking. And then it pops back to regular. That's why polycarbonate costs what it costs, folks. Thank you. Yes, that was very. Oh, what'd you guys put in the coffee today? Oh my gosh, I was I was gonna give you applause, but honestly, I cannot see. I need new glasses. You couldn't see what? I couldn't see my little applause. Which oh no, I appreciate it, Ingrid. Oh, here we um, go. All right, late. so let's get through the rest of the, through the <laughs> <coughs> I'm very late today. <laughs> I can't wait to go back and watch that lol. <laughs> yeah, the stuff is Are amazing. Are you breathing again? Dude, I am. I got to stop. So I'm getting too fat, apparently. Um, yes. Oh, wait. It's catios? So, yeah, I think Dixie, when she was asking about the screen under the hardware, she said some people build catios with hardware mesh and screen under it, I guess probably to keep the mosquitoes mm. out of it. I so badly want to do catios. Well, do it. I've been wanting to build catios since I was a kid. Isn't that crazy? Especially because you're not cat people. Wait, who? <laughs> oh, speaking of, oh, we got to talk about it later. Uh, I don't know if we can officially announce it for local people. I don't know how many people watch here locally, but we want to be able to start offering our hemp delivery service, um, bringing hemp to you for an extra charge. Yeah, you weren't in on that meeting? I was not. Mm, we I, want, we're going to start offering hemp delivery service and really any service you need, uh, especially if you're going on vacation and you want to just have a good, reliable chicken person checking on your- tender. A coop tender. Something like that. Yeah. We got uh, a girl uh, that's local here that I think would be excellent for the job. She came to me wanting a job, and we're just trying to figure out what would be good for her. And I think it would be awesome. She what, is a chicken person. She is. With ducks. And she's a cat person, too. That's what made me think of it. Someone's mini person. Hmm. God. It's almost weird how you both are so alike. Um, okay. Wouldn't that be fun? We got questions. All right. Do it. Fire away. I'm ready what to go. What do people do in the 
What do people in the far north do with ducks in the winter? I hear about people having them here in far north Minnesota, but how can they be without water? Check it out. Check it out. Check out that video where I talk about storm shields. That was a duck run. That's right. And they were probably the best duck eggs I ever had. Yeah, that was, they that was in Vermont, that coop. Yeah, I don't remember where I was, but um, Vermont. just block the windshield, block the snow, make sure the water doesn't freeze, and your ducks are happy. You can right? have a small pond inside of a run with a de-icer. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> what are we going to call that? We're coming up with a new, the new duck dipper, I guess, if you will. <laughs> the duck hot tub? The duck hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> So Laura's I, asking how expensive it is to deliver to um, Argon. We can, deliver, we can we can ship it. It's just it's okay. Where are we with that? And uh, I have a Brooke Larson. If you can pull that in, I have an answer for her. She this says, one? "Yeah, my egg colors are not as vibrant as they used to be. Am I feeding wrong? They are so pale now. Mm. the The eggs in this when they start laying in the spring." They're more vibrant than they are at the end of the season. And after the molt, they start over with the pigment. Yeah. Oh. So they have less run. Mm -hmm. They run through the pigment. It's nothing oh. that you're doing. See? So Outstanding. You I will find that the spring egg baskets are the most vibrant just in time for Easter. Hmm. <laughs> I never noticed. Never knew that. That's that's a good point. Yes. Um, hold on. There was something else that, okay, so about the hemp. Um it, is it not flat rate shipping now? No, you told me to take it off. So we went said... back to regular. Yeah. How much is it to ship hemp to, to Oregon? You know what, Laura, do this. Find some more people that want some hemp. Go in on it together, and we ship it out LTL, and you'll save, you should save quite a bit of money. And LTL really? is, LTL. oh, LTL has been coming down again a little bit. I've been very- Across the country, though? It's been getting better again, finally. Um, mm. but we are going to hopefully incorporate the flat rate shipping. We're working so hard to get that price down. So it's just fair to everyone and it makes sense to pay whatever it is to ship the hemp to the West so Coast. So Misty says two bales was a hundred dollars to Washington to ship. That's, that's just the shipping. It's 50 yeah, bucks. Know. It's, but it let, that's a, that's like two years of hemp or three. It depends on how many chickens and, you got, what size coop, but true. it's what it, you know what it is. It's hard to justify. Okay, I'm going to spend fifty bucks. I'm going to spend more on shipping something I than know. I am the actual product. I know. And this is why, again, I can't wait for it to be back on Amazon. Do what everyone else is doing. Oh yeah, free shipping, eighty five bucks. It's not free shipping. We're just rolling the cost in the shipping. Right. And I, I can tell you, we are working so hard on making it so that the cost is digestible ltl less than a truckload so meaning that we put it on a pallet and ship it to you it's like freight yes yeah it is freight most <laughs> people call speaking that of freight, freight. Yeah. okay i think let's see i got through most did we get of through these. it all 142 i wonder is, what was our longest show any oh, idea we almost did two hours it was wow. like two shows ago too it wasn't even with a guest we went really long. oh and i thought we had a 130 meeting today yeah well it just occurred to me you might don't. have had a 130 meeting i have a ltl Estimate. Oh. For 12 bales going to Bend, Oregon. I love Bend, Oregon. Great place. Only because of our friend. That's the only place I know. In Astoria. Yep. Love Astoria, um, Oregon. So for about 12 bales, it's going to be about $255 for pickup in Bend, freight to terminal. For 12 bales, that's a lot of bales. Hold on. Uh, say again how much? 255 
55 she'd have to pick it up in a terminal. Think about that. That's $21.25 a bail for shipping. For shipping on right. top of the $45 per bail. Right. That's, that's see, that's what I mean. LTL. Get some people go in on it or, yeah, you would really, hell, you buy would it, Laura, and sell it. Yeah. <laughs> Mark it up. Yeah, let's and make a deal. Let's do some business. The, the more, obviously, we can pack on a pallet, the bigger bang you're going to get for your buck for shipping. Right. We can ship, what, 21, 22 bales of hemp on a pallet? We just can't exceed the 96 inches or whatever it is tall. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So that is a secret. To our Maddie, Maddie says to our li live stream isn't enough. Thank you, Maddie. Is she staying with you? She is. She went down there. Mm -hmm. Her boyfriend Eric, such a good kid, out on the road, living it up, putting coops together. He's not gonna come back the same. <laughs> we were sharing stories with him the other night. He's like, "What?" I, I was almost like, "He's not gonna go on the road." Anyways, all right, one forty-four. It's time. So Next week. Let's next week. What are we doing next week? Molting. We're going to talk everything you need to know about molting. I thought we were going to have Kenzie's sister on. We might. Ah. I don't know. Oh, nobody knows about that. Nobody knows Kenzie has a sister. Mackenzie. Um, yeah, Mackenzie has a sister who has a lot of ducks and chickens, right? And goats. And goats. Has a little bit of everything, right? Mackenzie's like, my sister's a little crazy. I think she'd be great for the show. Her name so isn't Kenzie? Her real name's Mackenzie. Oh, did she hates it that I say it. I can't. I just okay, like people's okay. real names. She prefers to be called Kenzie. Okay, that's what okay, I thought. Matthew. No, you can call me Matt. When a guy calls me Matthew, I'm like, what are you doing, what? dude? Oh yeah, but I never hear my name until down. Well, never, never mind. All right, listen. It is Friday. <laughs> it is time to end this show. Get on with the weekend. It is NFL weekend. It is starting. Even though it started last night. I was hoping the Bills were going to lose. Nothing makes me happy Do watching Buffalo lose. you have a Buffalo fantasy lose. football league? I'm doing nothing. I, I am uh, so out of it. I miss the fantasy football, the pick em leagues. But this will be the year my Bears go to the show and dominate, I'm for mm. sure. Good luck with that. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going to wrap it up. Yes. Thank you guys so much for being here. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. I guess we'll see you next week, and we're going to talk about everything molting. Molting, molting or, or farm stuff. Or whatever yeah. we decide to do. Let us know. Yeah, lo <laughs> love your chickens and each other. Yes, later.